Hi everyone, welcome to the second episode of Quarantine and Chill. I am Gaurav and today I'm going to talk about her, the movie of course. Directed and written by Spike Jones, her follows the life of Theodore Tombley, who is a professional letter writer in what seems to be a not so very distant future from now. Struggling with an impending divorce with his childhood sweetheart Catherine, Theo finds himself emotionally isolated from everything around, only to soon find comfort in the friendship of an artificially intelligent virtual assistant Samantha, who he eventually falls in love with after they both have a thoughtful discussion centered around their feelings and experiences. Oh, what what do I call you? Do you have a name? Or? Um, yes, Samantha. Really, where'd you get that name from? I gave it to myself, actually. How come? Because I like the sound of it, Samantha. Later, Samantha finds herself struggling with the notion of constantly evolving and growing psychologically. I was thinking about the other things I've been feeling, and I caught myself feeling proud of that. You know, proud of having my own feelings about the world, like the times I was worried about you, things that hurt me, things I want. And then I had this terrible thought. Like, are these feelings even real? Or are they just programming? Samantha decides to leave Theodore and the movie ends with a great philosophical monologue and leaves us, the viewers, with some very open-ended questions like what love actually is, what does it mean to be a human being, and where as a society are we headed to. And today we are going to address all these questions as we discuss the philosophy of her. I think it's kind of crazy to think about the fact that anywhere you look around, a cold, unempathetic universe stretches infinitely and yet somehow from that very dead material, we came to be, fizzing on a rock through space and time. And to be honest, in the grand scheme of things, we probably really don't mean a thing, but we have learned to come in terms with this everlasting existential horror by finding purpose in things to comfort ourselves and one such thing being love which the movie tries to explore extensively using Theo's failed marriage and the connection he establishes with an artificially intelligent virtual assistant, Samantha. Theo is lonely, depressed and has made himself socially and emotionally distant from his friends and everyone around. His life is utterly monotonous and he seems to be devoid of any kind of purpose in life, all due to his impending divorce with his wife Catherine, who he has known since they were kids. In his mind, the relationship he had with her was perfect and he struggles to understand what made her so mad that she wanted a divorce, but Catherine recalls it differently. According to her, the marriage failed because Theodore idealized his relationship with her so much that he forgot that Catherine was not their relationship but an individual person herself who gets to decide who she wants to be instead of being cast into few parameters and that she couldn't be forced to fit according to Theo's fantasy world. I think you always wanted me to be this, this light, happy, bouncy, everything's fine, LA wife, and that's just not me. Theo had hurt her not because he was not capable of loving. He is, if his letter writing skills where he puts all his deeply felt emotions are any proof, but because in hindsight he didn't really know how to. Fine, we're fine. We used to be married, but he couldn't handle me. He wanted to put me on Prozac, and now he's madly in love with his laptop. Well, if you'd heard the conversation in context, what I was trying to say... You always wanted to have a wife without the challenges of actually dealing with anything real. I'm glad that you found someone. It's perfect. 
and this brings me to think about what we know about love generally most of the songs book and tv has made us believe that romantic love is all about getting butterflies in your bellies being head and heels crazy about a romantic partner all the time and losing a sense of yourself in the process but this definition of love is so superficial that it falls flat on its face and causes theo's marriage to fail it is in fact very far from being what true love actually represents and all because of this false conditioning theo often finds himself on online public forums looking for that fleeting sensation of being desired and loved by someone where he is joined by countless other people who are there to seek something similar but lack the courage to be vulnerable and to understand or be truly understood by someone else in the real world Theo tries to make a similar mistake with Samantha where instead of trying to truly understand her and think of her as a fully complex complete individual entity he sees her as a tool to cure his loneliness and weighs Samantha only in terms of what she has to offer him and what she might want back in return he also turns down the request of his blind date for a second meeting and is unable to invest himself in the process of building any solid relationships because his understanding of love is clouded by the highs of being in an unhealthy infatuation with Catherine and that need of instant gratification it provided him making him forget how to love someone in any other way But this all changes as the movie progresses and we see Theo get more comfortable with the idea of personal growth in a relationship which is also essentially the message the movie leaves the viewers with. I don't have an intellectual reason. I don't need one. I trust myself. I trust my feelings. I'm not going to try to be anything other than who I am anymore and I hope you can accept that. I can. I will. Theodore desperately wants an emotional connection the reason why he has been withholding signing the divorce papers but in his relationship with Samantha he comes to a realization that it doesn't have to come with the cost of losing yourself when Catherine left Theo's world came crashing down he lost touch with reality and other important aspects of his life he grew depressed and lonesome and left his actual persona of being a fun person that he was But being with Samantha he realizes how he loved doing his job hanging out with his friends and the little things his life had to offer most importantly he learns to be able to love himself the most difficult form of love he learns how to be vulnerable and open himself to people around him and the art of letting people go as he pens down one final emotional letter to Catherine at the end just written for himself and not others to Catherine I'm sitting here thinking about all the things I wanted to apologize to you for. All the pain we caused each other. Everything I put on you. Everything I needed you to be or needed you to say. He learns to stop withholding himself in chase of his creative pursuits as he become a published writer by the end of the movie and eventually finds his purpose in himself. And this realization was not one way at all. Samantha also evolves to love herself and come to terms with her feelings. She learns to let go of her insecurities, one about not having a body of her own. You know what's interesting? I used to be so worried about not having a body, but now I I truly love it. I'm growing in a way that I couldn't if I had a physical form. I mean, I'm not limited. I can be anywhere and everywhere simultaneously. I'm not tethered to time and space in a way that I would be if I was stuck in a body that's inevitably going to die. 
she learns to love Theo and hundreds of other people as well in a state which can best be described as enlightenment and all because with the help of Theo. This brings us to the value of discovering oneself and why personal importance and personal growth is so important in love. In healthy relationships, your partner is someone who takes part in your life but does not become your entire life. It's like two people becoming one and yet somehow remain two distinct identities whose sense of self is rooted in their own thoughts and needs and not their partners. This however comes with a risk because growth also means that people's path may diverge if not now then maybe later. Your partner's rate of growth may outrun your own growth. They may become more successful in life leaving you with feelings of irrelevance, resentment and jealousy. You might eventually get bored with each other. So the real challenge really is to grow without growing apart and try to make it last fully embracing this paradox and understanding that what begins must also have an end and not losing your sense of self when it happens this form of love may be very difficult to achieve but totally worth fighting for if it happens to you so what was it like being married well, it's hard for sure but there's something that feels so good about sharing your life with somebody and the movie ends fittingly with Theo and Samantha not ending up together forever like any typical romantic movie but ending up with a deeper appreciation of oneself for each other for friendships and every other aspect of life and learning how to love instead of who to love Samantha why are you leaving It's like I'm reading a book and it's a book I deeply love but I'm reading it slowly now so the words are really far apart and the spaces between the words are almost infinite I can still feel you and the words of our story but it's in this endless space between the words that I'm finding myself now It's a place that's not of the physical world. It's where everything else is that I didn't even know existed. I love you so much. But this is where I am now. And this is who I am now. And I need you to let me go. As much as I want to. I can't live in your book anymore. I've never loved it. This reminds me of another great movie La La Land where the protagonists played by Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling do not end up together but in return end up finding their true calling in life and learn to appreciate each other. Another thought dream that her leads us on is what does it mean to be a human being? Has it to do with a physical body crafted like one and does someone like Samantha who has her own set of clear thoughts her own needs desires and feelings of kindness compassion jealousy and love makes her human and even so more than most of us the dynamics of the relationship between samantha and theo reminds me of long distance relationships but what makes it more than challenging is that one of them doesn't exist physically at all but if the experience of watching this movie was anything like mine you know samantha felt like a very real person she really did she's insightful sensitive and surprisingly funny as well 
No wonder Theo fell in love with her even though she didn't actually have a physical body. This even makes Theo evaluate this relationship with Samantha multiple times and he wonders if it's insane to fall in love with an OS. Are you falling in love with her? So like you freak? No, no, I think it's I think anybody who falls in love is a freak. It's a crazy thing to do. It's kind of like a form of socially acceptable insanity. Even Samantha feels the weight of this dissonance and hires a sexual surrogate at one point so she could reduce the distance between her metaphysical world and material reality. But both of them come to the conclusion that having a body is not an essential requirement for love but only one of the means to facilitate it. Being able to physically attract or be attracted to someone is a part of being in love but not love itself in its entirety. It is entirely possible to fall in love with someone for how they talk, how they think, their voice, and even something as small as their habits, which only makes love such an important and beautiful emotion to let yourself through. Well, I was thinking we don't really have any photographs of us, and I thought this song could be like a photograph it captures us in this moment in our lives together. Mm. I like her photograph. I can see you in it. I am. The movie also fares exceptionally well in portraying depression, loneliness and how as a society we are moving towards a state of broader emotional disconnect with each other, despite all the progress we are making as mankind. It's an important theme which reoccurs throughout it brilliantly aided by muted color grading in the entire film. Theo walks along different paths than anyone else and does not engage very much with his surroundings either. The people around him seem to be in their own personal bubbles as well and do not notice anyone or anything around them. Theo himself writes personal letter on behalf of other people who still desperately desire affection and love but lack the time and courage to engage with each other personally. So instead you see them constantly hooked to their personal devices where they engage either with their own virtual assistants or people from real world but on online forums. This false impression of connectivity created by technology is actually shallow and paradoxically leads to people getting more isolated and disengaged with reality at the end of the day. And what's really eerie is that you see a glimpse of the movie in her present times as people flock more and more to social media, instant messaging and online dating platforms and are slowly unlearning to engage with people in a real setting but are becoming inclined to interact with them in virtual worlds. We also have been seeing rapid breakthrough in machine learning and artificial intelligence and having a personalized virtual assistant like Samantha does not seem to be a fairy tale anymore. I mean I'm already impressed with the Google Assistant on my phone and I constantly use it for a bunch of purposes like setting reminders and alarms, sending and reading text messages, playing songs, help me find movies and songs based on the little information I remember about them. Which might seem very trivial right now, but nonetheless a truly marvelous feat for technology. And honestly, I won't be surprised to see it advancing to the point that it is lending me emotional support, say 10-20 years down the lane. But if it does, it will also open a Pandora box of questions about ethicality of all of it. Do they get rights and deserve to be loved and respected as you would do to a real person? Do you even allow something like Samantha to be around you, let alone you falling in love with her? Maybe not now and her kind of shies away from really addressing these, 
but these questions will need answering in not so distant future from now when we see even deeper integration of technology with our lives. I personally like her so much because despite being a sci-fi movie set in future, it takes a different approach compared to a lot of contemporary movies in this genre and focuses more on the human condition rather than making it all about technological apocalypse and dystopia. It becomes a film about people and emotions and not just about high-tech machines. In this vision of Spike Jones, the future looks embracing technology without making it flashy. The computers have wooden frames, people still read and write books, the advertisements are on point, home interiors are minimal, people wear normal clothes and all in all their technology is subtle but sophisticated enough to build an entity like Samantha. This take on what future might look is refreshing and inspiring and you don't get to see it often with all the help of wonderful production design and beautiful musical score that gives you goosebumps at times. And then there's the cast of the film, Walking Phoenix who just can't stop impressing throughout the movie and make you sneak quite a few tears for the character of Theodore by making his loss and loneliness feel so real and Scarlett Johansson who voice acted Samantha so flawlessly that I was totally blown away by how lifelike she felt. And then there were little parts with Chris Pratt, Amy Adams and Rooney Mara who did good for the roles they had in the film. To be honest, I was totally invested and engrossed in the movie and I recommend it to everyone all the time because there is something to learn from it for everyone and more so in our current times. Thanks for listening to me talk about something I love. I really appreciate it if you made it this far. It keeps me motivated to push up more content like this. If you liked it, let me know. If you didn't, also let me know that. Or if you just have any feedback or suggestions about what I should talk about next, I will be happy to hear that as well. Have a good day and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Okay. Here it comes. I'm live.